0: on our podcast, we'll share our rich 35 years of experience in designing strategies, share clients' experiences, and introduce resources that have positively impacted our clients. We trust that you will enjoy our direct, transparent, and realistic approach to positively impacting the quality of you and your family's lives. Now, on to the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to Opus Private Clients WellStyle Podcast with Yvonne Watnabi. Yvonne, how are you? I'm doing well, Eric. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I know that you are risking life and limb to be here on this podcast today.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. The weather out here is nuts with uh, this hurricane that's coming through or some sort of windstorm, but uh, we're happy to be here.
1: Oh, I I was actually talking about our guest. You've been poking fun at him, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think Lou has something to say about that. Lou Moan, welcome to the show. My pleasure being here. All right. And uh, Yvonne, I know that this show is really going to be about Lou and his journey. And uh, I'm just gonna sit back and learn, just like the audience is, about your relationship with Lou and his relationship with Opus.
2: Yeah, awesome. Um, I have the pleasure of introducing uh, Lou Moan, one of my partners, a dear friend of mine, and a great planner for us. Um, and, and so Lou, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself and tell tell the audience a little bit about you and, and sort of how you got to Opus.
3: Sure, happy to, uh, Yvonne. Um, I've been a publishing executive for about 30, 30- four or five years uh before i decided to become a financial advisor and join opus Uh, i had the pleasure of actually going through the opus process uh, when i was a younger man in my early 40s and um felt so good about it and it's had so many positive impacts on my life in the last 25 years that uh, when the opportunity presented itself to to become a financial advisor and in particular work with this group of individuals uh, I jumped at the opportunity.
2: Lou you want to share a little bit about your boys I know I know one of them just got married you know just give the give the audience a little bit of context of of your your family dynamic.
3: Sure I've got two sons Uh, I've been married for 37 years my sons are 35 and 32 my youngest just got Got married uh, despite the pandemic. Uh, We had a small celebration with family and a a couple of friends. And I'm uh, thankful to say that uh, there is no disease that has been transmitted as a result of that. My uh, oldest son is uh, the CEO of a small uh, startup out in San Francisco and uh, doing quite nicely. Uh, I live at home with uh, two English bulldogs um, and a wife who tolerates
2: me. (laughs) <laughs> ain't that the truth oh man well thanks for thanks for uh the introduction Lua. i think the audience appreciates that um so why don't we just dive in i think today's podcast really i just wanted to um to make sure that everybody got a chance to meet you but also your journey of being an executive and what you went through during that planning process so sort of seeing both sides of the coin here of um you know going through the process and 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 how it's actually kind of Um, afford you the lifestyle and the life that you have now and, you know, your work and and what you do with Opus now. So, you know, when you started off in your 40s and you said you you went through the planning process with uh, some of our partners, um, what were you thinking about when you decided to go get an advisor? What was going on in your world? Was there one particular thing that popped up or you just, you know, it was you figured it was time?
3: it's a little bit of both Yvonne I was an executive at McGraw-hill for many many years and um, I had had a, an asset manager assigned to me through one of the major wirehouses and to be quite candid with you I, I never heard from the individual um, and lo and behold if I if I knew now or knew then what I know now um, it might have been a, a very different conversation I would have had with this individual when I decided to to move my my retirement assets from him and into a new opportunity that was presented to me by one of the, the, the opus uh, advisors uh, at the time. Uh, what I really gained, you know, in, in, in sitting down and speaking with somebody who was looking at my life, uh, my lifestyle, uh, and really cared about what I wanted for my family. You know he took me through this this you know auditing process which had never been i had never been exposed to um that really gave me some clarity as to what i had assembled up until now um or up until that point w- would have been considered you know kind of the the junk drawer uh, full of financial products that i'd implemented and put in place with not really a tremendous amount of thought on how they work together um but but more importantly you know how they fit you know my lifestyle and what i really wanted for for my wife and my children
2: so what i hear you saying it was it was much more than sort of just individual products or um or one particular sort of asset manager, it was more of a comprehensive process. That were you looking for that when you initially started the process, or is it just something you kind of came across and 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 you were happy you went through it?
3: You know, I was I wasn't necessarily looking for it. Uh, I was introduced to the firm by my brother, um, who who felt that this might be a you know a good experience for me to go through. And you know, in in all candor, I I resisted. Um, for a bit, you know, kind of thinking that I didn't have the time um, or that I was, as they say, all set. Um, but when I finally acquiesced and, and sat down um, and began to have this discussion and, and included my spouse, it became very clear to me that uh, planning was necessary, that there were some things that I knew I should be thinking about, and should be doing um, that were always kind of on a back burner, or always some things that I would find excuses not to get handled. And this really prompted me to get some of these things handled, and 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 I did it, um, and and have never felt better about it since the day I completed it.
2: Yeah, what are you talking about specifically? What are some of the things that that you got done through the process?
3: Well, we reviewed virtually every financial relationship I had, whether they were um, you know, assets. Um, I did not have a will at the time. I had uh, false started uh, that process a couple of times and never completed it. Um, this encouraged me to get that completed and done. Um, we looked at the underlying retirement assets that I had, my other investments, um, all of my different insurances from group benefits, through the corporate structure that I was involved in at the time, um, to my personal life insurance, disability protection, um, you know homeowners, property casualty, virtually every financial relationship that I had and you know had I not gone through the process, I probably would have been as unorganized um, and remained that way. Um, for many, many period, you know, for, for a long period of time, and, and not really understood the impact that was having on my my future ability to, to, to live the lifestyle that I wanted.
2: Right, and, and as you've gone on through the years, you know, seeing the boys go through high school and college, now getting married. I mean, how has that played out for you? Are you happy that you've gone through the process? I'm assuming you have because you joined the team. But, you know, how's yeah. it played out for you personally and, and for your family?
3: It's, it's been a, 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 a tremendous um, security blanket, for lack of better uh, terminology, because, you know, like, like most people in, in today's uh, challenging economic times, You know i found myself with fluctuating income um with lack of bonus um actually times uh one or two times where i was actually um out of work um and looking for the next opportunity Um, and having gone through the process and building if you will that moat around my financial world i was able to sustain and bridge the period of time that that uh, the income was not what it needed to be to sustain the lifestyle that I wanted, um, to keep my kids in, in college and to, um, and just to continue to live, uh, the life that I wanted to provide for my wife and, and my family.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that's critical, right? I, I, it's funny because people always focus or, you know, clients in general like to focus on, on the growth mindset and, and so do we, but I think we bring so much value to the table, and part of the process is to help people during really difficult times, right? And that's where we thats what we're here for. And I think, um, especially during the last five or six months, that's never been more present for me than to be able to help out people during during a really challenging and difficult time. So um, I, I I absolutely get that. Um, you know, anything else that's gone through in your world that you think you know it's been beneficial and you're glad you went through the process?
3: Well, of course. I mean, um, I didn't know what I didn't know when I began the process. I had never been introduced to some of the strategy and some of the philosophy that I had the good fortune to uh, adopt uh, in going through this process. And, you know, as you know, I've had, you know, not only a few business challenges, but some personal health issues, you know, over the course of the last 10 years in particular with a couple of different diagnoses of of cancer Um, knock on wood that everything is fine but i will tell you um that when you hear when you hear the doctor come into the room and close the door and tell you that you have cancer uh, a myriad of things run through your mind Um, and once you get over the initial shock uh, the comfort that i had knowing that I had gone through this, this opus planning process and some of the strategy that I had implemented um, gave me a real sense of comfort, knowing that regardless of the outcome of my diagnosis, that my family was going to be just fine. And I, I can't communicate the, that sense of calm that comes over you when you when you think that that you may not be here to fulfill on the promise um, that you've made to your family from a financial standpoint and knowing that that they were going to be okay uh, allowed me to really focus on on getting better and not worrying so much about them
2: right I I, thanks for sharing that with the audience Um, you know I know it's been a rough go of it for the last you know several years but knock on wood again on the other side of it but certainly I think what we ultimately sell to clients is peace of mind and comfort and knowing that we have their backs and that we're going to be there during, again, the challenging times and the great times. And the planning work, though it may be time consuming up front, you know, the results are 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 proven on the back end. and so i'm I'm glad that uh, I'm grateful that you went through the process and and i'm and I'm sure your family is. And you know, I think transitioning a little bit, so, you know, you decided to join the firm, you've had great success in your career. So this was not the only shop that you could have, you know, joined. So what, what made Opus a little bit different? Uh, why did you join Opus, uh, versus, you know, many of the other opportunities that you could have pursued?
3: Comfort, understanding, uh, first of all, liking all of the individuals, secondly, and, 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 and almost as importantly, you know, the process. Uh, the familiarity of the process, and actually having personally received the benefit of having gone through it. You know, I've always been, you know, um, sales oriented. The businesses that I managed, you know, prior to joining Opus, you know, uh, had upwards of three or 400 employees reporting to me in, in different jobs over the course of the years. And, and, and I always prided myself on taking care of my staff and delivering what I promised I would deliver to them, Um, and their customers. And so this is, although a very different business, the values and the trust that you earn going through the process with your clients was very similar, in fact, to the the trust that I had to earn with my employees uh, as well as my clients in my former careers. So the transition was a, a smoother one, uh, the dialogue is a little bit different, but the values were the same.
2: That's great. And again, I, you know, I know for sure that your clients are lucky to have you, and we're certainly lucky to have you as, as a partner. Um, any other things that you want to kind of leave with the audience before uh, before we wrap this up? Uh,
3: yeah. I, 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 the, you you touched on it earlier, Yvonne, talking about, the, you know, that the time expended up front – will provide significant value on the back end. Um, You know, as as we both know, you know, assembling your documents, um, you know, establishing the three or four meetings, um, and really getting to know our clients, I think, differentiates uh, ourselves from a number of the other types of financial advisors that, that exist out in the marketplace. We're less concerned about available assets to manage um, we really we really want to get to know who our clients are, what they want for their families um are there legacies that they that they want to take care of and as we both know much of the 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 guidance and the counsel that we provide for our clients um, are there for are for their benefit and really there's no financial reward for us other than doing the right thing by them and you know our philosophy and what I loved about you know going through this process is was there was no there was no conversation about what my net worth was I did not have to meet any minimums before the advisor would speak to me you know what I really feel separates this firm from most of the others that I've encountered over the over the years is, is the fact that we put our clients' needs first um, and foremost uh, with the recognition that if we do our jobs right, if we take care of them, if we take care of their families, that they will introduce us to people who will help us grow our practices and ultimately help us create a, a very solid living.
2: Lou, uh, thanks for sharing a little bit more about you and uh, and your journey over here to Opus. Um, just to shift gears quickly, I think the audience would appreciate a little bit more insight on you. Tell us a little bit more about what you like to do on the weekends when you're not working.
3: Sure, I'd be happy to. I mean, I'm an avid golfer. Uh, sadly, I think my better, my better golf games are behind me. I'm getting a little older. Uh, I, I'm reminded of it every weekend as I'm playing with the flat bellies. Um, who hit it further than I do and, and score better than I do, but I, I enjoy it nonetheless. Uh, I have two English Bulldogs that are um, uh, consuming a lot of our time. Uh, they get a, away with a, a lot of things that I, our own children uh, weren't allowed to get away with, but for whatever reason, <laughs> my, <laughs> my wife tolerates uh, these dogs um, certainly much more than she tolerates some of my activities at home. Uh, I enjoy fishing <laughs> and and really building relationships. I mean one of the things that that I've always felt pretty good about is is, is building strong relationships and connecting with people and and you know golf um, and, and my my former career and, and certainly now um, in, in my advisory role has given me the opportunity to meet a very broad um, groups uh, of individuals and 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 create valuable you know not only business but personal connections with them so i'm blessed and grateful to uh to have been been able to to do so for for so many years and i look forward to you know the the ability to continue to do this for the next 10 or 15 years of my life
2: definitely well before we before we wrap this up i don't want to let you off the hook too easy but I think the audience would appreciate a really short story about your time uh, as the editor over at Playboy magazine. Is there anything that's uh, <laughs> that you can share with us here on the on the podcast today?
3: Well, I'll certainly keep it G-rated. Um, the you know I was I was president and publisher of, of Playboy magazine, and uh, uh, for a number of years, and and had the, the you know the experience of of spending some time at the Playboy Mansion. Um, uh, and working with a number of terrific people, um, creating marketing strategies uh, to, to help build and, and highlight their brands. Um, I was always uh, sought out after at cocktail parties to, to hear more about what the, the goings on at, at the Playboy Mansion. And I will tell you that I had the opportunity to meet you know, a lot of older Hollywood, younger Hollywood, uh, and a lot of um, sports celebrities. You know over, over the course of the years, and not to mention, you know, being in a room with some of the most beautiful women um, and nicest women um, that the world has, has ever seen. There is truly something different about a, a Playboy Playmate when she walks into the room.
2: That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Lou. Uh, thanks so much again for sharing your story with us in the audience. Uh, I know it's appreciated. A ton of value, and uh, Eric, take us home.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, just, I was just sitting here enjoying the stories and getting to know Lou. I'm not going to touch that last story with a 10 foot pole, but <laughs> I will tell you this, Lou. <laughs> My grandfather, when I was younger, he had me absolutely convinced to help his game. He actually had gotten a club, and he was always, you know, a prankster uh, with me. But he had a club that you could put like a 22 caliber shell in. And as you hit the ball, it would fire off so the ball would go farther. I was completely convinced he was telling me the truth. <laughs> so I don't know if that will help your game or not, but uh, it, it may help you match those youngsters that are out there and uh, you know drive that ball as far as you possibly can. Maybe step up to a forty-four caliber club. I don't know how that works. but <laughs> It'll be interesting God. to see her.
3: Uh, you know what? Golf, golf companies make millions and millions of dollars each year with the, the the new marketing idea. I'm not sure that the clubs really change that much from year to year, but they have us all believing that I can you can pick up an extra 10 or 15 yards and it seems to be working.
1: So I'll, I'll give that 44 caliber a try. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yvonne, Lou, thank you so much for doing the podcast today. It was fantastic. And of course, the last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Opus Private Clients Well-Style podcast with the team from Opus Private Clients. LLC. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when they come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Opus Private Client LLC, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Wealth Style Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available.
4: Material discussed is meant for general informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Yvonne Watanabe is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities LLC (PAS). Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Opus Private Client, LLC, is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Opus Private Client, LLC, is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. California Insurance License Number 0H44206, 2020-104650, expiry 06 of 22.